This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch. Now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick, here for a non-draft topic tonight, and, and one of the last that will air before we go into a series of draft shows that will take us all up to the football new year, coming the end of this <laughs> month in April. Uh, joining me today, Alec Pulianis. Alec, how you doing? I'm doing well, Ken. Great to talk to you again. Yep, life's good. Uh, interesting topic today. It's running back target share, and I know you're gonna you're gonna tell us a lot more about where you're going with this. But you know, some people do some study on such. This is exactly the kind of thing I want on film study. If you're passionate about a topic, you do some research, maybe some film work, or maybe some analysis behind that. This is perfect. So, Alec, the floor is yours. Let's get going. Sure thing. So, obviously, the Twitter discourse lately. Um, I started ruminating or thinking about this topic back. Uh, before we signed Sammy Watkins. And everyone was like, we got to make a move, we got to make a move, we got to sign someone. And they were getting frustrated with the people in hand. And I've been reiterating from the end of the season that we had the people on the roster to win it all last year. Obviously, like, you could use more star power. No one's disagreeing with this. But 
I think the people exist. I think we can have a successful offense with the people there. And I wanted to think outside the box because everyone was focused on Duvernay or Miles Boykin making a step. And I thought to myself, well, what about Dobbins and Edwards? These guys are underutilized, in my opinion. They're uh, undoubtedly playmakers. We saw what they could do when they got the ball in their hands in the passing game. Uh, let's just disregard the fact that Dobbins had some bad uh, drops in the Buffalo game. Let's just like assume that he's going to get better about that. Um, is one thing I'm saying with this. Uh, obviously, if he's as inconsistent as he was down the stretch there, that could really blow up this plan. But I said, all right, let's look at how the running backs were used in 2020. Um, so if you look at Dobbins and Edwards, um, Dobbins had 24 targets and Gus only had 13. Um, this, there are uh, running backs in general only accounted for 12% of passing attempts. Uh, what I noticed in my research, uh, top pass catching backs like Eckler, Kamara, or McCaffrey usually garner 20 to 22% of the team's targets. And um, because they're such high percentage throws, almost 30% of their given um, actual like, you know, catches. So um, and I went ahead and I looked at all of the Ravens film from 2020. Uh, any, any targets, the, those two guys? And I also went ahead and watched the 2020 targets to Kamara, um, to Eckler, and then the 2019 targets for Christian McCaffrey. Just kind of see what were they doing different with their running backs, how were they used, and, uh, and whatnot. Fair enough? Yeah, fair, fair enough. Uh, so Dobbins, a tough year as a receiver this last year. I mean, when you get right down to it, Dobbins' own productivity is part of the problem at 5.0 yards per target. Even though he only got 24 targets, that's a, that's a terrible yards yeah. per target number. Yes. And, and unfortunately, um, Gus was only 13. It's so inflated by that 34-yard catch in Jacksonville, mm -hmm. which, by the way, was an awesome play. Um, if you go back and watch, uh, both Dobbins and Edwards were on the um, field. They did some pre-snap motion, and uh, I love that. I would love to see more of that. Yeah, they played a little bit of pony backfield down the stretch, which which I always love to see it when they did. They didn't play a single snap of that in 2019. There was too much use for the tight ends in what they were doing. But uh, uh, excuse my dog here for, for a minute as, as uh, he goes crazy. But uh, anyway, the uh, uh, what they did with Gus and, uh, and Dobbins together on the field was very interesting, I thought, in 2020. Yeah, definitely. And it's something I would love to see more of. I mean, there were a couple times, too, that they used one of them as a, a lead blocker, essentially. Um, not just in the run game, but also in the pass game, I noticed, uh, in those pony backfields. So that was pretty cool. And um, yeah, I guess another thing that I looked at, too, in the study was air yards for running backs. It turns out that uh, running back air yards are kind of a joke. They don't really tell you much because of how many mm -hmm. passes go behind the yard, uh, line scrimmage. Like, for That's instance, right. Kamara, I think, had 74 air yards, and um, many running backs that you know and love in the past game had negative or zero. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true of Ray Rice and his era was he, he had a negative air yards in some years, but they screened and dumped it off to him so frequently that he would have a 700-yard receiving season and have uh, 720 yards after the catch. Yep. So let's talk about these targets. So of the 44 targets to Dobbins and uh, Gus Edwards, only a handful were downfield, uh, vertical routes, and most of them, if they were downfield, were just comebacks. And um, I was thinking to myself, maybe we need to have him run more threatening routes. Maybe we need to do more of those uh, skinny posts for 34 yards against Jacksonville. 
Um, and I thought to myself as well, if you look at all those snaps, they have some serious mismatches. Um, they're able to get some yards after the catch in those situations. We know they're dynamic runners with the ball in their hand. It's uh, a good opportunity. I also noticed uh, when I started watching the other team's films that I think one of the reasons they're not getting too many targets is because of Lamar Jackson. Because in many of the situations where these running backs are getting the ball and just on a prayer to see what they can do, Lamar scrambles and gets, you know, 10, 15 yards, right? Um, so I did think maybe that's part of the reason they're not getting this opportunity. I'll play devil's advocate on that one and yeah. say that it should both help them and hurt them. I mean, one of the things I'm thinking when you're saying, let's, let's, let's set up more runs, or let's set up more passes to the running back, is that those routes take longer to develop. Wheel routes take longer to develop. Um, you know, just because of the guy's coming from the backfield. He's not, he's not coming from a wide position. It takes longer, often for a back who may block first, then release, then get into the area between level two and three. For all that to happen takes time. But Lamar Jackson will give you that time because he extends a lot of plays. So even though, yes, he does take off uh, some of the time, that's probably going to reduce your share a little bit. He's the, he's the kind of quarterback that can create some extended play opportunities for running backs. That's valid. And you will see a couple of those if you go watch the film where um, either they come off a block or because of the extended time or the, the um, improvisation that goes on, you'll see them. Uh, start running towards the sideline, get the ball, and, and go upfield and get uh, some serious yardage. Uh, we saw that a uh, good amount of times, actually. So that's very true. Um, then I went ahead and I, I looked at all those snaps from uh, Eckler, Camara, and um, McCaffrey, and turns out, honestly, they run a lot of the same concepts as the Ravens. However, I would say two to three times a game, they would intentionally try to get the ball in their hand uh, in a design play, be it a screen or um, I saw this really clever play. Um, I believe it was week 13. I had the exact thing in my notes. I'll, I'll find it uh, while you're talking. Um, it was week 13, I believe, where they basically had trips um, to the left and they all went deep and it just cleared out the field and had a crosser for Eckler and he like feasted on that play. Um, and it was very intentional and, and very well executed. Um, but a lot of it was just the volume. I think they just had more opportunities to make people miss and get those yards after the catch and increase their um, catch uh, percent. And when you talk about all three of these teams, uh, New Orleans and uh, uh, the Chargers, uh, certainly Panthers, have pretty well-developed screen games. Yep. So they're they're uh, the same way that Roman looks to put a player in motion, looks to put a guard in motion. These teams really love to chip block with their linemen, get them out in space, and are comfortable with their athleticism there to try and create plays with those linemen. I think the Ravens, their, their current interior offensive line, they wouldn't be that excited about doing that. Uh, they'd probably be more excited doing it on the left side where Ronnie Stanley could be an exciting player to, to get out in front of a pass play. But, uh, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, it's understandable why the Ravens, with their own set of offensive linemen, would not be that excited about converting themselves to a screen game. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I was, I'm glad that you brought that uh, analysis of their offensive line, because I know like, that's exactly the kind of reason I want to have this conversation with them and see what those uh, aspects you can bring. Um, the play I was actually looking at, uh, it was the hurting goal from the Chargers 49, of all things. I don't know what 
course of events happened to get him in that situation. So maybe that's why they, mm-hmm. they broke out that innovative play. Couple penalties, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why they broke out that innovative play. But it was pretty cool if you watch it. Um, and uh, I, I thought it was a, a neat concept. Um, well, let me see. I guess the big thing takeaway is if you look at those options, at Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture, and when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space, just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize one in three point two one. Um, do you think that getting more volume to the running backs would make sense? I was thinking a lot of um, the pre-snap motion I was seeing with the pony backfield derived confusion, and I just overall think that is a uh, strength of this team and, and should be leveraged more often. Yeah, I mean, they, they could do more with it. And, you know, one of the things we've seen is Ricard going in motion and not necessarily making a block, but going to the, usually the right side of the field is the way I've thought about. Certainly against Tennessee in the playoff game, we saw some of that. Um, where if you don't block him, then he, beca- or he doesn't block someone, if you don't pick him up in some way, then he becomes an enormous mismatch on the outside for somebody there. If he gets a turned up field, he's a 300-pound body, and it's a mm-hmm. bunch of 180-pound bodies with a chance to try and tackle him. Uh, Ricard has a distinct desire not to go down on such plays and to let that be known that, that <laughs> right. he's not going to go down on such plays. He'll be pushed out of bounds and he'll go and he'll hand the ball directly to the referee and then go to the huddle instead of, you know, every receiver you see always tosses the ball or spikes it or flips it over their shoulder or whatever to the referee or drops it. Uh, you know, Ricard does not act like he was there before <laughs> the reception, but it's a, it's pretty cool. But I think that, that that's a, that's a dynamic that if the Ravens are getting that from Ricard, then I question maybe what they would get from the pony backfield that would be better. I think Gus has looked good as a as a lead blocker for Jackson at times. I, I just I kind of question if you have a, if you have two players you could have in motion, you get a little bit more dy- dynamism clearly with a um, uh, a um, Gus in motion. But Gus would typically be the guy who's who's in the backfield on that play, and I think with with Dobbins uh, being the motion guy, you're you're not threatening the block as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's 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 really you kind of lose something in terms of how good your deception is with Dobbins in motion. Yeah, and I also was thinking about just overall um, route running. You know, they brought in these two new pass uh, focused coaches and mm-hmm. i was wondering you know what value would there be in us really focusing on the route running skills of Dobbins and edwards i mean with they're clearly very good at running the ball um perhaps they could take some of their time and and focus on this other uh part of their game and um i 
it was just a thought I had, and I wanted to like kind of explore deeper uh, with you and and kind of pick at it. Yeah, it's very reasonable. I mean, the, the the it's something Baltimore fans were have been very used to over the years. And Ray Rice is the most recent guy who was just a uh, a piled up the the receiving totals. But I mean, go back to the seventies. The the Colts had Lydell Mitchell. Before that, there was Lenny Moore. You know, uh, in between there was Joe Washington. You know, was just a guy who was catching tons of balls. Uh, and there's certainly been the, the the guys who have been there since. Then it looked like to me the the running back position, with one very notable exception, became a position with many fewer total targets in the NFL. Where Larry Centers for a long time was a guy, an old guard guy who was still catching a lot of passes, but there weren't too many others in the entire NFL. And it seems like that's where we are right now. McCafferty and Kamara are the oddballs in that group. But, you know, the Ravens have an oddball offense. Why not? Why not try and, you know, find some way, a particular dynamic back like like Dobbins, who's obviously had trouble, you know, converting his receiving opportunities into meaningful yardage. Uh, it'd be great to try and improve their productivity. And, and that's, you know, anytime you see that, you, you say that's a guy with 120 strikeouts in that category. Let's see if we can improve that part of his game. Yeah, I, I forget where I saw. I saw someone share on Twitter a video where a guy went off and said, you know, it kind of was one of the reasons I think it was in the back of my head saying the number one thing I think he was a college coach, but the NFL is missing from the college game right now is using the running backs uh, and passing more often. Um, and it just had me, me thinking like, yeah, you know what? Like, why limit them to just these, you know, speed outs and, um, and things like that. Obviously, they have blocking responsibilities, and that is a natural thing for them to do. I'm not saying, like, don't do those things, but I thought, like, when you saw, I mean, they, they, there was a couple times that they line Kamara up, and, I mean, obviously, he's a very special athlete, but they just run him like a wide receiver. You see him running out, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they throw it to him, and he catches it, and they score a touchdown, you know, and it's um, a very cool thing to see, and I, I think Dobbins could do something like that. I mean, he, I think he's that kind of explosive player, so um Definitely just uh, an interesting thing to see how they're working on it. I know Dobbins, you know, is posting his workout videos. Uh, he's like the new uh, Hollywood Brown with uh, all his uh, <laughs> workout videos to make you hyped up for the season. So, yeah, it it was just a, a little bit of a study I wanted to do. I watched a lot of film to basically come to the analysis. And I, that's why I was saying, you know, it wasn't what I thought it was. I thought they would be running a lot more routes that were, um, you know, threatening. I thought there'd be uh, deeper routes. And they definitely had some deeper routes. You know, they had some... Uh, some in routes and they had um I forget what they what it what it's called when uh you cut in and then uh go uh it's basically a slant and then you go back out. Um at the slant and go seven route, yeah. uh yeah. <laughs> like you go but yeah, slant in and then you uh run towards the sideline. Sluggo or Sluggo. slant okay. and go. Slant go, okay. Yeah, so you saw a couple more of those than you saw the Ravens run, but um not not really all that different to be completely frank. And um I think it was just a lot more volume and, you know, maybe they're just better players with it at this point in time. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, this is an offense that, uh, you'd really have trouble. I think this people have a lot of trouble convincing me it needs to change dramatically, but I mean, you're definitely hitting on something where if they think they can get more value out of the running backs as receivers, then they ought to do it. And, and I think one of the ways that you do it is by extending plays and finding out, OK, how do you how do you convert that guy who either chip blocked or cut block at the start of a play 
into a useful target for Jackson on an extended play. Yeah. And, you know, you, you mentioned, yeah, well, they, they always they have those responsibilities. Well, what if, you know, after Dobbins threw that missed cut block on, I think it was Jerry Hughes, right? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> if he'd gotten up and been available as a target right there, well, maybe the, the Ravens would, would uh, have had a chance to move on. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's If you've got somebody who's underperforming like that, but is otherwise a decent player, by all means, you know, take every step you need. And, you know, Martin and Williams are guys who could probably help uh, in terms of making uh, Dobbins a better receiver and, and doing more after the catch to, to find himself where he is on the field and, and make progress when he turns his back. Yeah, I'll basically close with this, Ken. Um, when I was watching the America's game for the uh, 2000 Super Bowl victory for the, the last Ravens recap episode we did, Trent Dilfer went out there and he said, I didn't care about any of the concepts. I just want to get in the best player's hands. Want to give it to Shannon Sharp. Want to give it to uh, Jamal Lewis. And that was it. Right. You know, and it kind of had me thinking like, all right, who are best players? Right. And, uh, and, it, and it also got me thinking about Dobbins and just uh, Edwards. How can we get them the ball? And um, I think the pass games is one of those options. Yeah. But they, fortunately, the Ravens do have more offensive weapons now than they <laughs> yeah. had in that era. But, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a good point. Well, I love having you on here. Always, uh, always nice to talk football with you. This is a short and sweet topic. But uh, anybody out there who'd like to do a film study short, love to have you on. Uh, Alec, tell us where people can find your work. Yeah, so uh, I do a podcast also about the Ravens called Ravens Recap. Um, you can find us at Ravens underscore recap on Twitter and RavensRecap.com. And uh, we're about to do our draft episodes. We've uh, started watching uh, various position groups. We kind of split it out across the three of us uh, so we can go a little bit deeper on those positions and uh, really try to find out who the guys are. Um, I hate that last year one of my guys was Alex Highsmith, and uh, now we have to go against him twice a year. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and he's doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, man, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, looking uh, to find those uh, guys this year in the draft. And uh, it's always fun when you have a little bit of, uh, I don't know, a rooting interest, so to speak, in the draft. And you know the players that are coming up in the board and different uh, position groups you want to fill and how you might want to fill them. All right. Fair enough. You're, you're recently married too, Alec. Is that correct? Yeah, I got married. Uh, we uh, did one of the Zoom weddings. And um, yeah, we're <laughs> uh, hoping to get uh, married again, essentially, uh, this time in the church. <laughs> <laughs> and and now we have a dog too so i don't know if you heard her but uh she's a, a recent puppy what kind of dog uh english cream golden retriever all right very good uh thanks for uh coming on alec always a pleasure yep thanks ken yeah and we'll talk to you next time on film study <laughs> Do your part to reduce waste and recycle right. Many of us are ordering more items, such as food and other goods, delivered to our homes. More packages means more waste. Consolidate smaller orders into one larger order to reduce waste. When shopping in person, bring a reusable bag. Recycle right by keeping plastic bags, foam containers, rechargeable batteries, and garden hoses out of your recycling bin. Learn more at GoRecycle.org. Brought to you by Prince William County, District of Columbia, and American Disposal Services. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. 
like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.